Welcome to the New Books Network. Welcome to the MBN Entrepreneurship and Leadership Channel. As well as new content, we are making available selected podcasts recorded by our hosts prior to joining the MBN family. This is one of them, and so this podcast may refer to itself with a different name and identity. Enjoy the show. The center of innovation is here. And, you know, this is part of the message of Project Cashmere, of this whole podcast, that there's something happening here which is beyond just good value for money. Like I said, having the vision is great, but the key is these concrete initiatives that drive it at the ground level. I think Paulina owes people who are really, they do extremely well with very limited resources and we can take advantage of the really low costs here. You know, Poland is the land of opportunity, and I, and I like to say the East is the new West because you always used to go West in history to find more adventure and danger and prove yourself. There are some good things beginning to happen here in Krakow, but we've got a very long way to go. Hello again, Project Kajimej listener. My name is Sam Cook with uh, co-host Richard Lucas. As always, Richard, how are you today? I'm, I'm very well, and it's, uh, it's good to be talking to our audience. It's in August 2016, where we are now. Well, Richard, uh, today we have a very special guest, uh, and I'm going to uh, let you do a, a more full introduction, but um, Josef Kanchki, who's the um, guest today was introduced to us by our prior interview with uh, uh, Shimon Nimchura, the founder and CEO of Contact.io. So um, uh, you you picked right up on that. Uh, seen a Polish entrepreneur, have a leadership mentor, and uh, you went and sought out our guest today. So what did you find out in your research? Well, I, I'm going to ask uh, Josef to introduce himself more fully, but basically he's, he was already working on an area that I, I feel is very important, which is management and leadership in, 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 among, in the Polish business situation. And so I arranged to meet him. We had a, we had a, quite an, we had a good uh, breakfast or meeting over, over coffee, and I discovered things that I very much liked, that he had a, a background in business before getting into training and coaching. But... Um, and, and certainly has the um, ambition and the not just the ambition, but has already already established a, a strong management development and leadership organisation called Leaders Island. So I think rather than so so it was it was a no brainer to uh, ask him to come on the show because I'm this is an area where I feel there's tremendous. Uh, uh, both need and therefore opportunity, not just in Poland but around the world. So, so Josef, could you could you imagine that someone knows nothing about you? Could you introduce yourself, telling telling um, telling uh, our audience the basics as well as the things that we we might have left out? Uh, of course, and first of all, uh, Sam and Richard, thank you uh, for having me on the show. It's a pleasure for me to uh, to to be with you uh, today. So, uh, uh, I'm a founder of Leaders Island, and uh, my uh, background is uh, more than ten years in management. I graduated from uh, New Science. Uh, mm, uh, University. I graduated from telecommunications, so my story is rather being engineer first. Then I move uh, myself to management because uh, I realized that probably I will never be a great engineer. I mean, the best one. I have many 
colleagues who are much better in this. Uh, however, I uh, realize that I have ability to, to, to have good contact with people, build relations and so on. So during my university, I, uh, I move myself to, to this kind of business, which is a uh, combination of soft skills and hard skills. So uh, my first job was uh, product management. Uh, in IT companies, so I have to develop business channel, sales channel for uh, some storage uh, uh, solution. Was this for F uh, S4E? No, no, no. It was a Veracom, one of biggest uh, storage uh, distributor in Poland. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, this is my, this is where my story begins. Actually. Uh, during the university, I established, maybe I should start from this, because I established with my two colleagues our own company, it's called Tantus, and it was small software house, it was many, many years ago, so uh, uh, it, was, uh, it wasn't so popular like now, we produce some, uh, some software based on web uh, and based on uh, applications, it was native apps for Microsoft. Uh, however, we finish uh, uh, when we graduate university with the site to, to close this uh, initiative and everybody goes, uh, takes own path. So my first serious job was, uh, was Veracom where uh, I was a product, uh, product manager. And then uh, I had a really funny story because once upon a time I come back from Warsaw because uh, I live in Krakow, so I come back from I I was coming back from Warsaw to Krakow in train uh, and uh, I reading uh, newspaper is it, or it was magazine SNS uh, storage some kind some something like this it's international storage magazine and. Uh, I was sitting in train with suit because I come back from Warsaw where I, where I had a, a presentation on conference and uh, there was a man who uh, sitting behind me and read my paper. So after 10, 10 minutes, I, I, I felt not comfortable, I closed this magazine, ask him why he read my, my, my magazine and he said sorry, uh, sorry, I, I shouldn't do this, uh, uh, but I, I, I do it because I have the same magazine in, uh, in my suitcase. So we start talking to each other and uh, uh, it, uh, it, uh, uh, and when we start, uh, he, he, uh, he, de he described himself, he was a sales manager from S4E, which was the, uh, another, uh, another IT company in Krakow and they were uh, some kind of competitor for, uh, for Veracom. And after just one, uh, one, mm, one or two days after this meeting, the CEO of uh, S4E called me and asked me uh, if I'm going to join uh, S4E uh, as uh, or on management uh, management position and be a head of product management. And just, just just to interrupt uh, anyone listening, it's a good idea to talk to strangers on uh, if you have a business career. Talking oh, to people on train, talking to people on trains can lead to interesting opportunities. Exactly, definitely, especially that we didn't talk a lot about the business. We just talk about, you know, weather and uh, politics and other things. Uh, this example showed, uh, shows that uh, 
a lot of things is based on relation. So be building relation even with uh, people who you don't know is extremely is extremely important. And so I have a lot of proofs uh, for for this. Then uh, it was how I start my uh, management career. I suddenly become a manager of just three people at the beginning with no. Uh, no, uh, no knowledge, no experience at all in this. So uh, uh, then I, I start uh, develop myself. So uh, I start to possess some knowledge from uh, trainings, from books, and so on. Uh, after a few years, uh, four years, I go to uh, uh, university again and graduate from NBA. And what was really good when I graduate uh, from NBA and. Uh, at that time, S4E was public on the Polish Stock Exchange on the market, which is called uh, New Connect. Uh, is similar to Nasdaq in the US, so it's dedicated for young, uh, fast-growing companies. And we, it was the first company which was public on the on on the first day of this market. And then, uh, from one hand, I, I graduate MBA. On other hand, I become a manager. Managing director, so it was great time for me because uh, I had the opportunity. I have an opportunity to uh, check all of the story uh, which I possess from uh, English uh, teachers, how it works here in, on Polish field. So uh, it was really, really a great opportunity for for me. Uh, and after many, many years of management. Uh, uh, more than ten, uh, I decide to change my uh, change my scope, and I finish. Uh, it was one year ago my management career, and then I establish Leaders Island, which has a clear mission to improve uh, <coughs> life of first-time manager. Those people who start uh, managing people because they uh, launch a uh, new startup or they f first startup, or for those people who receive. In promotion in corporation and become a team leader, head, uh, whatever. So this is uh, a mission of Leaders Island to improve uh, life of those people and by this, uh, by this change the world because I strongly believe that uh, our society and our not only business world but world at all depends of, uh, uh, of uh, those people, how they uh, live, how they grow the business, how they um, develop themselves. Okay, well, well, thank you for that. And uh, when we met, you told me about how struck you were that uh, people weren't being, business managers weren't being properly prepared for the, the challenge of managing people. Can you give any good example of that? Because I think sometimes it, it sounds quite a general statement, but what are the, the most clear examples you can give of how um, managers are not prepared for the basics of managing people? Yeah, as I mentioned, my story... Uh my story was a little bit different than the average story because, uh, as uh, uh, theory said, that around more than 90 people, 90 percent of managers uh, start the path of uh, leading and managing people by internal uh, promotion. So usually. Uh, not only in Poland, but uh, everywhere it looks like this, that you are a good or excellent uh, software developer, so suddenly you are manager, yes? Or you are 
It's a uh, sales person. You became a uh, manager of sales department. So this is how it, how it works. Uh, and it's funny story because uh, in one day, from very competent uh, and skilled person, you become uh, somebody who don't know what is going on because there are. There is fundamental difference between being good at something and uh, being a manager means uh, leading people, managing people, delegate tasks, and so on and so on. And this is uh, this is this is very important moment because, as I know from my experience, I uh, uh, also promote a lot of uh, young people for management position, and I know this from experience when I worked with these people uh, now that they feel completely alone because uh, from one hand, the new team expects expect from them that they will help them in their problems. On other side, they don't have any single experience, even though uh, some of them graduate from business or uh, other or leadership university. There is completely different between just a knowledge as a knowledge from book and having experience uh, from from acting from doing so uh, the problem is uh, usually the, with first time manager that they uh, they don't have a knowledge and they feel very frustrated because one week ago they was really good as i mentioned software developer and everybody said john kate you are really good uh, you are the best one and suddenly they realize that they actually don't know what to do because management is 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 completely different uh, different position different uh, different scope and different duties mm-hmm. and you called your 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 management training organization leaders island which is obviously uh, english um but your main target is Poland um, for the time being anyway uh, in terms of what you're doing so far. Um, do you think there's uh, anything specific about the Polish culture that means that management uh, and leadership development uh, might be different or are people people and therefore um, you know, going in English was to show that you, know, you potentially can address the whole world? Uh, maybe you can talk about you know, the cultural aspects of leadership and management for, for a, because many of our listeners are Polish even if we're, we're uh, tr- going out in English, but equally the uh, you know the, the rest of the world, there are people from different countries who don't know Poland so well. Uh, yes, the, the the name is Leaders Island because uh, as we uh, had a chat uh, uh, a few weeks ago, the idea is to spread this this knowledge and this attitude not only for Poland but to other countries. Because for me, from one hand, there are a few, uh, let's say, universal tasks and skills which uh, every manager uh, should possess to be a great one. And uh, answering for your question, there is no big difference if we are talking about Poland, Germany, uh, or uh, even in the United States, especially if we are talking about Western countries, because more or less we live in the same culture yes of course on other side on other hand i'm not saying that there is no uh, difference at all because uh, for example i had a great 
uh, opportunity to deal with uh, some Chinese companies. Uh, as S4E, we introduce on Polish market the Huawei, which is one of the biggest, even if uh, it's uh, the biggest one, IT uh, company in China. And believe me, there is a huge difference, uh, the culture difference between Western and, and China. So I don't think so that uh, all of the, mm, let's say, rules from Western country fit to the Chinese country to the to this part of world. The same story we have here in Krakow, where a lot of people works from India. Am I right? And managers, those Polish one, English one, face a lot of challenges of uh, of uh, of dealing with them or manage them because there are some particular difference uh, which comes from culture. However, those. Uh, the most important skills, the most important issue which you have to be aware as a manager, it's more or less the same. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, Sam, I mean, obviously you, you had a background in the, the military where leadership is very much part of what uh, uh, fighting forces are. Uh, should be or are taught. Um, do, 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 do you have any comments on this, do, co comparing how you found life in Poland and how you saw it in the United States and elsewhere? Well, my, my, uh, my prior education um, at the military academy, there was, there was an existential debate about whether leaders are born or, or, or made, uh, you know, whether you, um, you know, the people gravitate towards leadership and you refine those skills or if you can fundamentally turn someone who's a good technician into a leader. Uh, so I would be interested in your commentary on that. But yeah, more generally, Richard, I think there is a small, there, there's definitely a cultural difference between uh, leadership in, um, in East, Eastern Europe and, and the United States, um, which I think the, the startup culture in Krakow is, is, is trying to figure out, well, you know, what Silicon Valley practices uh, are, um, you know, are things that we can graft on the Polish culture and, and run with and which ones aren't, you know, and, and my big thing is uh, fear of failure and shame, I think, is a little bit stronger in Poland from my experience where the Americans tend to be a bit shameless about failure in general um, and a bit flippant about it. Mm -hmm. So perhaps, yes, if you can talk about attitudes to failure and risk and making mistakes, do you, do you think that that's a challenge for the managers you deal with to admit that they're wrong? Uh, of course, of course, uh, yes. Uh, however, I, I would like to come back to uh, to those sentences which some said, some said because uh, very often when people start discussion about different leadership which comes from or different leadership or management styles which come from US, from Europe, Western Europe, Eastern Europe, uh, uh, sometimes I have a feeling that we are looking for only one, the best uh, way of being a uh, leader of uh, or manage people. And this is, uh, I think, which is a little bit wrong because I strongly believe that there is no one simple uh, answer how to be a good leader or who is a good uh, or the, the best uh, manager. I mean that, uh, for example, it's funny that if you go for Amazon, uh, even UK, even Amazon in UK, and put the the leadership uh, title, you find you can find there more than thirty 
5,000 books about leadership. So writing about leadership, thinking about leadership, uh, it's a separate part of the business now. I don't uh, expect, I don't uh, think that even we have so many real strong leaders uh, 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 across the world, uh, but we have a lot of books about this. And uh, when we said about attitude from Silicon Valley or Eastern Europe or other, other places, first of all, we have to ask uh, ourselves uh, uh, what kind of culture we would like to have in our team, in our company. And of course, it's related with question what kind of goals is in front of us. And uh, uh, this is somehow uh, give some impact on our management leadership style. Because I also deal with a lot of companies in US and I know uh, companies who are, let's say, very open, energetic one, uh, and it, it, it comes from Silicon Valley and it's, it's, it's related with startup culture. However, I also deal with corporation, US corporation, which don't have definitely this kind of flexibility, this kind of open minds and so on, even that it was located also in US, yes? So the leadership style, the management styles, somehow also depends on the culture which you are going to build in your business and uh, the, your values and your goal. If you have short uh, uh, time goal, for example, build a startup uh, and sell it in next one or two years, probably your culture will be a little bit even quite different than you set up an organization where you would like to live forever and uh, and uh, uh, and build the value through different uh, different uh, way yes yeah, so that, that 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 makes sense um the sense the the, the same uh, the same story is with uh, with military i i i'm very uh, interesting what uh, some could tell us about this because from one hand uh, some was as i understand uh, some you you were uh, you graduate from military university so you was uh, uh, you had opportunity to learn what doesn't mean leader uh, in terms of military. On other side, I don't know if, if you read the book It's Your Ship. Uh, do you know some of this book? Uh, I've not, I've not that read that specific it's, book. It's, re it's, really, it's really interesting book because it was wrote by Captain Michael Abstroff uh, and he was a, a, a commander of US Navy. And uh, he write a, a really nice story about military at all and about the leadership attitude in U.S. Navy, uh, because uh, once upon a time he started to be a commander of U.S. Benfold, who was at that time the, the worst damn ship in the Navy. The motivation was really bad. The rotation was extremely high. Uh, attitude of uh, officers and uh, and soldiers was extremely bad, and in two years uh, he uh, made from this uh, this uh, U.S. Uh, U.S. Benfold the best uh, uh, ship in in U.S. Navy, and he do it by breaking, let's say, classic rules uh, of uh, understanding uh, management and leadership style. 
which usually is used in in uh, in uh, in U.S. Navy. So it's really inter interesting uh, uh, what he wrote in his book. I really recommend this, and this is the true, and and, and this is a proof that. Um, this is not one universal approach, uh, and a lot of things uh, depends on particular leader. Even in the let's say the same organization, as we if if we treat U.S. Army as a one huge organization, we will definitely could find their managers who are the autocratic one, and they said that this is how army should work. It's simple: you have an order, and you have to do it without any question mark. On other side, we could have, uh, we could find such people like this Captain Michael, who is rather democratic one, and he claimed that first of all you have to understand with who you work with, and uh, you have to take a look at your soldiers as uh, uh, individuals, not as a just a group of people who fight. Well, it, it, in 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 the army, you um, one of one of my comments on leadership in the army is I think that uh, people could get quite lazy with um, their leadership style because ultimately you had legal authority and and in war you could you could even use um, uh, extreme measures such as threatening you know people. Uh, in, in combat situations, obviously people can get executed for disobedience, and in in, in peacetime, you can send people to jail for uh, you know disobeying orders. So it's um, but you know those blunt instruments of of leadership are best uh, not used. In, in in my experience in the military, um, it's always best to inspire rather than to uh, I guess um, manipulate with with extreme measures, but. Uh, I think in the business world and the startup world, uh, there's so much demand for engineering talent. There's so much demand for, you know, if you are a talented individual in the startup scene, it's very easy for you to leave uh, a bad leadership environment if, if you see something better. So I think um, business, it's a lot harder than, than probably it was in the military. There was not <laughs> flexibility <laughs> among the soldiers to uh -huh. uh, leave their unit or pick their unit. Um, but if you wanted results, you still had to, I think, uh, go down that um, route. And the military, to be fair, has been very good at uh, training its leaders to inspire rather than to lead by the lowest uh, common denominator of, of coercion, but uh, it's still a tool you can fall back on, and that can make you lazy. Yeah, I, 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 I might come in and comment here that I became very interested in uh, comparisons between the military and the business sector when I talked through with uh, uh, Captain Christopher Burns, who he's he no, he's no longer alive, but he he was running the leadership development program for the British Royal Navy back in the 1970s, and I was shocked to discover how wrong I was. I, I always appreciate learning that I'm making mistakes because I imagined military command and control meaning deeply, deeply centralized organizations where the, the officer in charge told people what to do and they did it. And um, he explained how, how you know, the, the definition of, leader, of a leader was a person who could get a group of men to work willingly towards a common purpose and then ran through the, the, the number of ways in which this worked in 
in reality it's not just an order because it, in fact if you're a if you're leading a military unit you're asking you know, the people who follow you to do something that you don't do in business which is to risk their lives yeah, for the sake of the for the sake of the organization he also he also pointed out that you know everyone has to be trained in leadership because you never know when the officer who's in charge of you might get a bullet through their head and you have to be very few commercial organizations are ready immediately to go on operating if the senior management uh, if the senior management is killed and so so that there were I, I felt that there was something to learn there but but in, exactly. in t- and if we just spend just one uh, minute last minute about let's say uh, military if we are talking uh, already about military let me share uh, one uh, interesting uh, things in my think uh, management especially if you are talking about first time manager is similar to 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 battlefield i mean that uh, uh, who is the first time manager probably is a man who is on the first line on the battlefield am i right because who you have there you have not uh, the general but you have uh, just f- group of people i mean uh, first time managers uh, with the directs am i right and uh, i don't know who ex- uh, actually it was but it was us general who said really uh, interesting uh, sentence that any single strategy is not able will not survive first shots and this is how it works in business we can as a management board investors uh, uh, write uh, and prepare strategy for uh, our company for next three years and everybody could do this it's quite simple we can spend one day with blackboard and create great strategy for future but then uh, then the business starts, the, the every day is happen, a lot of changes, problems, uh, challenges and so on. And it's extremely important who you have on this first line of the battlefield in the business because from this first manager with his uh, directs, it depends if your strategy will be do, will be implemented or or not like on the battlefield from this uh, from this group of people from this uh, soldier who has a few colleagues there uh, depends if uh, if they will fight or they will hit uh, each other or hidden somewhere and and wait for uh, for uh, for end of the battle for example so it's uh, interesting because a lot of things in companies dep- uh, uh, depends on first-time managers because the efficiency of whole organization is linked somehow with those groups of small teams uh, who make daily daily uh, daily basis, uh, uh, which has a lot of tasks tasks in their daily basis. So it's extremely important to empower them and give them the skills. Uh, and this is how uh, army is able to find, and this is uh, how army is able to win the battle. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. So, well, thanks for that. And I'm sure if people are listening, and you know, you've, a lot of our people are involved in tech, tech, uh, tech world and business, and they're thinking, well, how is the, how is this relevant? And if they, if they learn that, if they pick up the lesson that, you know, actually the way you manage and lead people is really important and they start thinking, well, what can I do about it? Can you talk a bit about what your philosophy is with leaders
Flinders Island. And, and uh, don't make it too much of an advertisement. Obviously, I hope people will check your website. But like, what, 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 what do you what do you offer? What are the components of support? I know you have a conference. You have some different courses. But and how is it different from typical management training? Because a lot of management training tends to be focused on big companies as opposed to smaller smaller organizations and startups. Yes. Yes, it's true. There are there is a lot of uh, companies who uh, uh, who offer trainings in leadership. Uh, as uh, uh, we have many books about this, as I mentioned, uh, the basic uh, difference between leaders leaders island and the rest company is, I think that uh, what leader uh, leaders island do is actually we transfer uh, good experience, good management experience or experience obtained during business practice between those who has this practice and those who need it. I mean, first time manager. So we do not like theory or just a knowledge, simple knowledge in Leaders Island, because if you want to possess knowledge, you can go to Amazon and buy a book for 10, uh, for example, dollars. And then uh, you can read about 15 uh, different way of building, let's say, great teams. And probably all of these models are good because all of them are theory- theoretical one. So uh, this simple knowledge is not, uh, it's not something, this is not what is interesting for us. For us in Leaders Island, the key is experience, which is obtained from business practice. So from one hand, uh, so Leaders Island are going to, and this is what we do every day, we build community. Community which uh, uh, consists of people who start their career and people who has experience and already are able to share uh, uh, their experience with, uh, with young colleagues. That's all. And this is, a, this is the, the foundation of Leaders Island. Of course, we do a lot of things. We have trainings, uh, uh, open one, the closed one for companies. We have a uh, great co- uh, uh, conference. Uh, uh, the next one will be on October when we gather uh, 200 uh, young uh, managers and share uh, experience. There will be six key uh, uh, speakers who sh- who share the experience and all of the speakers will be the manager, the leadership, not the, let's say, author of the great book. So we do a lot of things, but the key is to share experience between those two group of people who already has experience and those who need it. Because for me, the, the um, experience uh, comes from practice. You can you can read ten thousand books about something. For example, you, you can you can write ten books about how to be good football player. But the question is if it will develop your skills. Maybe a little bit in terms of strategy. But if you will not spend a lot of hours on the field, you will not be a good uh, a good, uh, good player, football player. The same with management. If you are going to be a good manager, you have to be, uh, you have to be very open, you have to have right mindset, uh, and at that time it's really good to be uh, with touch with somebody who already was there where you are going. That's all. 
Okay, so so I mean, I I remember when when we met, I I told you about the Manager Tools podcast, and the one of the co-hosts of that, Mark Horseman, recently published a, an excellent book called The Effective Manager, and I'm, I I I was quite excited about the idea of a kind of Polish language version of this because I I felt that uh, you know as well as uh, you know the the combination of uh, uh, events like conferences, podcasts, and uh, you know different kinds of training seemed attractive. Uh, you have your big conference, but what else do you have? I mean, if someone you know, a conference is like once or two or three times a year, but it's not a, a regular thing. What kind of regular support can you give to a? a and how how does it work? It, suppose someone listening has a ten or ten or fifteen person company, and they think yes, management yeah. management training is what we need. How can they engage? What 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 are the options? For like weekly or monthly or day-to-day support. So, uh, if we are talking about daily day-to-day support, so first of all, we uh, we have on Leaders Island uh, some practice who share their experience by writing uh, some uh, articles about particular uh, particular experience which we already have. For example, now I have a great author. Uh, it's Derek Klupi. It's a former uh, software developer who spent uh, many many years in Switzerland working for the best uh, software companies and nowadays he is responsible for implementing the agile attitude in ABB uh, and others uh, huge corporation across the world and he shared with those uh, managers who works in uh, let's say, agile environment, uh, how to do, deal with this topic as a practitioner, not as a ter- ter- theoretical author. So, uh, first of all, uh, everybody who, who uh, would like to be in touch with Reader's Island could visit our web page and read the, the, the articles, which is short part of, of, of knowledge and uh, this is what another initiative we are going to launch uh, in next month it will be it will be a regular uh, it, it will be actually new uh, TV program which will be able to which will be uh, produced in the internet and it will be the discussion. Uh, with uh, managers about their failures, about their business failures. So we are not going to talk about the success, but about those moments who learn them a lot. Uh, According to uh, attitude, I I never fail, I uh, either win or or learn. So uh, I want to share knowledge uh, with these first-time managers uh, by discussion, by having discussion with people who are very experienced about particular failures and uh, discuss what uh, what uh, this particular situation give them. Of course, we are in uh, in Krakow, so uh, there are a lot of open initiatives uh, uh, and conference and workshop where uh, people who has, as you mentioned, ten. Uh, 15 uh, employees could meet Leaders Island. I'm really available. So if uh, somebody wants to uh, 
uh, help uh, uh, could just contact with us. We also have a one-to-one -one session with, uh, this is what uh, I uh, and uh, my team already do. So uh, we uh, support uh, young CEOs, uh, CEO of, of small startups uh, uh, by one-to-one uh, -one session. It's uh, sometimes face-to-face uh, -face meeting, sometimes it's just a Skype session uh, uh, with people who live in, uh, in Berlin or even in China so this is what we already do mm -hmm. uh, and it's really good uh, Richard that you mentioned about uh, management uh, managers tools and this new book which is quite good I already have it and uh, because uh, I, I would like to use this example to uh, put your attention to other aspect of management uh, because you ask uh, uh, about the fear the fear is related with uh, management and fear is uh, extremely related with uh, a moment of being of, uh, of being first-time manager, especially if we are talking about people who are engineers, who, are t uh, who graduate from technical university. And I, ha I have a feeling that this is a very common situation in terms of startups, because usually if you take a look for... Uh, a Polish uh, reality, a lot of startups is a company who has the idea comes from tech, yes, so they have good application, good, good solution, good, good, good product, which is somehow connected with technology, uh, what means that a lot of people who works there, even uh, people who are founders, are, uh, are, are people with technical backgrounds. And, for them, being a good manager is a lot of it's a challenge because, uh, as I mentioned, I graduate from technical university and I know that there is a big difference uh, of dealing with machine as a computer and dealing with people or dealing with human beings. And what's good, uh, what is good, and uh, uh, and this is what the founder of Management Tool said. He's also uh, engineer. Uh, his background is, is engineering, so this is what I already do and I already show to those people who, who are on trainings uh, in Leaders Island that management, what is good management, is rather process than magic. Mm -hmm. And this is, a, this is a very, very important thing because for people who are good software developer, for example, management is something you know is something is 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 like magic nobody knows what doesn't mean who is good who is bad if you write the software is simple if you are is simple what doesn't mean good developer bad developer but how to decide who is a bad manager and who is a, a really great manager uh, and because they treat management as just a, let's say soft skill soft mean undefined they sometimes feel the fear to, to, to learn, to develop those skills. And the good, knowledge is, the good message is this is not a magic. This is a particular skills, particular processes which you can apply uh, and 
this is how you become a, a great manager and probably future leader. That's a very important point. You know, Sam mentioned this ongoing debate about whether leaders are born or made. And certainly, I think it's like everything else. If you practice and you, know, you, you have knowledge and you work hard at it, you can dramatically improve your management effectiveness and your leadership effectiveness. And the, um, the, the thing that I really liked about the Manager Tools book, and we'll put that in the show notes, is, this, is the, the, the authors say there are basically two things that are, uh, a manager or a leader has to do. One is achieve their result, and the second is to, to build and sustain their team. And if you can't keep your people, then you're failing as a manager. And uh, D- 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 David Ostranger, the new leader of SKK, introduced to uh, us the concept of the traffic light system, where each manager gets a rating of red, green, or red, green, or amber, like a traffic light to rate the people who report to him. And uh, green means everything's fine, I'm happy, the guy is happy. Amber means there's a question, red means there's a serious risk of being either being fired or the guy quitting. And just this idea of keeping your team who report to you on, on, on track, keeping them happy, making sure you're happy with them is so important. And particularly, uh, also Sam mentioned, the war for talent is not just a question of how much you pay people. It's a question of how, how happy they are reporting to you. And so, so I mentioned those two features of the manager tools philosophy, but we've only got another, say, approximately 10 minutes left. But uh, uh, Josef, could, could you um, highlight the, the, the main most important things that you think a manager or leader has to be achieving in order in order to say yes they're doing a good job is there anything to add to that list of you know keeping and keeping the team together uh, and uh, achieving the results that are expected uh, of course uh, I start from short uh, short story because it's it's funny when I start uh, uh, training with uh, which called foundation uh, for young managers which is uh, let's say uh, four days NBA or NBA in four days. Usually, I start this discussion with my group from the question: Okay, people, uh, if uh, let me know, let me know who is a great manager. Let me know recipe for a good manager from your perspective. This is a first-time manager from one hand. On the other side, they have already some experience because they have their own managers. So uh, usually they uh, put a lot of uh, things. Uh, we write it on the page. And what is really interesting that uh, it doesn't matter if it's uh, training for a startup or a huge corporation, if on the training uh, room uh, I have really young person or those who start the management experience in let's say 40 uh, interesting thing is that around 80 70 90 percent of those things which we have on the on the blackboard is such things like uh, Great manager for me means that he is a wise, he is a determined, he is a brave, he is a good listener, he is, he has self-discipline, he is, uh, uh, he, he, is he has curiosity, he he could say I don't know, he ha- he is good in communication and so on. What I mean, I mean that all of this feature which we have on the list is a feature of nature man. 
is not a feature of a manager, is a feature of ma nature man, is a feature who should have good manager, but also good policeman, good uh, entrepreneur, investor, even good history teacher as some and some. So this is a first point where uh, uh, how I answer for your question. Good manager for me is a good man. Uh, is a good person uh, and it comes from two simple uh, fields first of all if you are going to be, be a good manager even good leader uh, you have to be self-awareness and you have to be uh, consistent I mean uh, about internal cohesion so uh, self-awareness what does it mean this means that you are able to answer for simple question, why I am here, uh, where I'm going to go, what's my goal, what's my internal motivation. Uh, so understanding yourself, why you are going to be or why you take this proposition to be a uh, manager, what, what you are going to do with this is extremely important. Uh, and then you have this internal cohesion means uh, I, I, do you have any uh, humility? Do you understanding your strengths and your deficiency? Uh, I'm fully um, uh, agree with Gallup Institute, who said that in your life, uh, you everybody should should focus on the strong side. So build uh, and develop those area which. Uh, is related with your talent but to do this you have to understand what your strength sides what's uh, your deficiency so first uh, every manager have to be self-awareness and then have to be uh, internal have to be consistent this is where story our story starts yeah. then then so uh -huh. sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I just I, I wanted to comment that you know this sense of trust. You have to inspire trust, and you have to you have which means also trusting trusting your people and that sense of integrity. Um, it also explains why women make often make excellent managers because that right. women women are often um, a bit better at listening than some competitive men who like talking too much and listening too little. But sorry, I interrupted you because I think you were giving some great material, which uh, I'm very glad I asked that question. But what what else did you want to say? Of course, of course, those things. I mean, integrity, integrity, and self awareness is something which should uh, be a part of a manager who has experience. However, believe me, I still uh, met only a few uh, managers, even they have twenty years all of experience, that they have these two features. So I do not uh, demand from first-time manager that already they are really self-awareness and uh, uh, consistent, but this is what they have to have in their mind, that this is their daily duty to ask themselves the question where I'm going to go, uh, on uh, what's my strong side, and so on. And this is their first uh, duty. Next one is group of some skills which you have to know which you have to have to be a good manager and this is just a few a few things first of all understand your people this is where 
management starts. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, uh, something which is completely independent on the culture. If we are talking about Chinese, about uh, US, about Western, Eastern Europe, the most important is understand your people. And this is, if, if you understand your people, if you know who you have in your team, this is why how you can delegate the task, how you can develop your team. This is how you motivate people and so on. And I'm not talking about knowing names of your uh, directs. I'm not talking about knowing if they have husband or wife and right. the name of dog. But I'm talking about deeply understanding who I have in my team. This is I. This is, for example, uh, what uh, it's uh, also it's come some, somehow with military. For example, in Poland we have a in have a we have a special force called Zgrom, and this is the only one example in Polish army when uh, this is uh, this this is a soldiers when they uh, de decide who will be the leader of particular group. They rank doesn't matter. They do not take a look for the military rank that, for example, somebody has one star, two stars, then they understand each other and they pick up those people who are the best for a particular job because uh, this is how they could survive. And coming back to the business, if you are going to a bit good manager, you have to understand your colleagues and you have to understand what their strengths, what they uh, what they uh, uh, deficiency, and this is how you can use and gain and uh, uh, and uh, and uh, have uh, the best potential from this group. So understand people in your team. Then communication, and this is a huge challenge in uh, in terms of engineers because this is a group of people. T people who graduate from technical university, from my experience, is usually is much better in communication with, with machine than with people. And communication is crucial. This is something which divides great, the best managers from the average one. Communication means not talking about simple message. Uh, communication means how you deal with those situations, which is quite... Uh, uh, quite uh, important or it's difficult because we have a problem on board or we have uh, uh, we have uh, for example some 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 really uh, big problem in our team uh, or we have a conflict this is why many many companies now go to nonviolent communication approach and uh, teach them how to uh, be really good in this layer of communication that they are able to talk not only about those things which is good and great but also about those one which is very bad and everybody sometimes know that there is a few topics but everybody avoid to discuss about this because they know that it will be a difficult uh, situation so communication is absolutely crucial if you are a good manager, you are able to talk about good things, bad things. You are not able. To, you are. You are not. You. You do not. You do not avoid difficult, difficult issue. And then, of course, it's motivation. One of my favorite topic. You have to understand how to motivate people. And today, definitely, is it doesn't. It doesn't mean. Uh, 
have a lot of money and pay high salary because uh, people do, of course want money but for example what we have here in Krakow we have a lot of companies so if you are for example software de developer you can switch uh, your job every week and there is uh, no problem to have a good position so the question is how to build a team of groups of, of great self, uh, software developers and doing, doing with them something in long period if you are going to do this you have to motivate them not just because of because of money because if you start doing this you probably you will fail because next week i don't know motorola has a great uh, recruitment uh, offer than another company ibm and people will move yes. you have to motivate them something much which is much deeper than uh, financial motivation. Yes, yeah, certainly. I'll comment on that. That I, I don't want anyone listening to think that money doesn't matter. Is 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 both uh, appropriate financial compensation and leadership and career development is a, is a package that that uh, you should be looking to offer your your people. We're coming towards the end of our allocated time, and I certainly think it's an unusual podcast to be so focused on a particular area of um, uh, business competence or skill as opposed to um, a particular business or entrepreneur's story. I, I, but it, if, if people are listening to this are interested, please give us your, your feedback because certainly we can, we can have a, a theme about you know, particular business topics like, like finance or sales or human resources or in this case management and leadership. But um, Sam, is there anything else that you want to uh, add, as, as, add as we wrap, wrap this up? Yeah, I, I just um, I just wanted to just uh, thank you, Yosef, for for a, a great insight on on a, a Polish approach to business leadership training. I think it's definitely something that that we hadn't heard a lot of people bring up in our conversations on Project Kajimish. We spoke to Shimon, who's one of your students, and that is you know rather than the product of the engineering, which I think is the strength of Poland in terms of of uh, what people focus on, uh, we heard a much different focus on on leadership and the intangibles and these soft skills that I think engineers and uh, people sometimes are afraid to touch. Uh, you know, really came to the fore in that, and and our discussion with you continues that. And I think that uh, your movement is is very much needed and something that you know I I, I certainly look forward to supporting with Richard uh, going forward is is a, a shift. Uh, it, uh, to a more balanced approach among entrepreneurs and in our community to focusing on on soft skills as well as the hard technical uh, knowledge that they bring to the fight here in Poland. Certainly. Well, I, I, can, I can only echo that. It was a, it, it was a very interesting, uh, very interesting conversation we had. And uh, anyone listening, remember, you know, when you're thinking about the sort of organisation either you want to work for or within, or the sort of organisation you want to develop. Don't just think in terms of world class products. Think in terms of world class management processes and leadership. And if you can get them all right, well, we certainly want to hear from you because we, we'll probably put you on the show. Um, so and. Any, any closing remarks from, from you, Joseph, or, 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 or shall we wrap things up? Oh, I think that there are a lot of uh, topics related with first-time manager, but I, I will say to all of those people who already has a startup or uh, works in startup or works in uh, enterprise and uh, this opportunity is, is uh, facing uh, uh, them, uh, 
do not feel fear as just a process is more process than magic and it's definitely worth it develop themselves uh, dealing with people uh, is a is a really uh, great pleasure if you know how to do this and this is how you this is something which you can develop uh, as a skill so uh, let's do it let's do it and works every day on you and sustain excellence is a key uh, is a key sentence here so uh, ev so this is what I uh, what I recommend to everybody to take this opportunity and develop themselves every day okay well well thank, thank you very much we're recording this in on the 16th of August 2016 uh, the theories and uh, practice of leadership have a long long history going back hundreds of years and I I'm confidently predicting that a hundred years from now if you're listening to this in 2116 uh, some of the leadership issues won't have won't have changed if I'm completely wrong I'll be long dead so you won't be able to you won't be able to tell me so thank you very much listeners uh, goodbye so and look look forward to the next episode thanks so much and i really appreciate to be with you thanks thanks again project cashmere's listener for tuning in to another show if you enjoyed this please uh comment on itunes like and share us on facebook and sign up for our email list to get the next episode uh delivered right to you thank you for listening to another episode of project cashmere brought to you by your hosts richard lucas that's me and sam cook if you enjoyed listening, check out additional podcasts on our webpage projectcashmere.com or on iTunes, where you can also subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave us a five-star review. We welcome feedback and suggestions of new interviewees, whether as comments on projectcashmere.com or via our page on Facebook. This podcast was produced by Adam Zuber with audio editing by Juan Wally. Thank you again for listening. You know, vision is all great and well, but execution is actually the key. The actual process of meeting those people, working with them, is in itself a huge reward. Interaction between the university and the business high-tech community is absolutely fundamental. Diversity creates a healthy ecosystem, and I think that I'm seeing more and more that diversity. It's not just about individuals, but it's about new individuals, it's about, you know, um, new initiatives. Sometimes they overlap with each other, sometimes they might be cannibalizing each other, but the reality is that you want to have as many as possible, because that accelerates the big picture. We're not going to have everyone in the world here, and in this connected world, we don't need everyone here, but, but the, you know, the artists and the designers, the creatives, they're very much part of what we what we've got and what we need so if you're listening again somewhere else in the world and you feel you, you're looking for a place where your, your your creative juices will run then 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 this city is certainly a place where you can find yourself and I think you can make history in Poland I think you can be part of something much bigger than you could be a part of in the United States right now not just from a you know going out to San Francisco to make Silicon Valley richer, but, but making a new part of the world um, grow at a much faster rate, be a much bigger part of that community, and, and making it wealthy, not just for wealth's sake, but for uh, a purpose, which is to make that country's government stronger, 